The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode. Welcome to it. Name of the episode is Life Happens. I thought about calling it Life Happens, a murder podcast, you know, in parentheses, to drive traffic, you know, because it seems like that's all that people listen to podcasts for, is for murder. uh, I guess I won't do that. I was going to do that every episode this year. Name Name of the show and a murder podcast in parentheses, but... I guess not. So it's Life Happens. That's the name of the episode. Everybody was here. We all had a good time. And this episode is free, of course, thanks to our sponsors. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. That's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And uh, go and say hi to them. Uh, He's still doing curbside. Dave is still doing curbside at Dr. Volt's, so you can... Just call him up and say, hey, hand me what's in my hold, and he'll bring it out to you and ring you up, uh, if you're not comfortable going in, that is. Uh, Also talk to him. He might even mail you your comics. Go and talk to him about that. All right, so let's get to this brand new episode again. This episode is free because of fine sponsors like Dr. Volts, and will continue to be free as long as possible. Our Patreon, however, is uh, just going gangbusters. Thank you all, true believers, for... uh, we had a lot of signups with uh, people's Christmas cash, I'm guessing, for the year. So uh, thank you so much. Over there on our Patreon, you get things like our spoiler-filled deep dives of like The Mandalorian and Star Trek Discovery and things like that, plus other things. Uh, uh, I uh, am going to be doing a Ask Me Anything coming up on it. And when I say Ask Me Anything, I mean that. We'll have that coming up on our Patreon very, very soon. So, uh, yeah, join it. A lot of great stuff on there. Rebecca does stuff. Tony does stuff. All the panelists. Everybody does something on the Patreon. So uh, join us. And you can find our Patreon at geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's the uh, direct link that our attorney Mike set up for us. So, uh, all right, let's get to this brand new episode, Life Happens. Please to enjoy. Welcome back to the basement. Connectively, through the intranets, in our own basements. I, I miss you guys in my basement, by the way. I miss you. I yeah. miss what? being in the to basement. Be being there. in the basement. It took me 11 years to get out of the basement. <laughs> Come back to the basement, Lee. No! All right. You can tempt me with all your fine cooking and nice drinking. And... Yo, He's... He's broke out of the basement. He's Lee George Cade, everybody. Hey, Grimly.com, you know, not plural or anything. Uh, I finally finally realized why China was coming to my website with such great... What happened? What was it? I was writing stories about ghosts, and I guess... I guess I guess some people in Chinese culture are a bit a bit fascinated by ghost lore, so that may be it. Or they're trying to use me to to uh, break into the United States government. But regardless, <laughs> right now I'm reading the uh, Star Wars High Republic books. Are we at the end I'll of be, the episode? I'll talk about <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll talk about it a little bit later, but there will be a full Patreon segment about it because holy shit, Star Wars. Uh, well, uh, just just tease it for us later in the show because uh, uh, I want to. Yeah. Be- 
going Because you said that this has changed your view on a few things. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Right. Something, life. something about this made me go, oh, shit, I now have a new perspective on the Skywalker saga. Is it, I have been wrong about Star Wars all this time? Is that the kind of thing? Nope. No? Okay. Uh, nope. I, I'll uh, wait. I'll wait. Uh, Lee, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, I am supposedly going to get my first dose of the vaccine. Next yeah, Same. we should talk mm-hmm. about Same. that. Um, we should talk about that. I just wanted to know what to expect. What did Bill Gates have you do? <laughs> so How have you been controlled you so vaccine? far? The funny part is, is I changed all of my passwords to Bill Gates 1. Oh, wow. okay. All lowercase, no special. No, so I got my first dose of the vaccine on Tuesday. So we should talk about that really quickly. Um, and what I want to tell people is, yes, there are symptoms. And there's no avoiding that. But the... But they're minor, is, though. They're minor. Well, like, I got so dizzy, I fell down about Dead. 26 hours after the shot. And the shot itself feels like a bee sting that's been punched about 100 times. Yeah. But I, I hear it's a hurdy shot. But it yeah. is. But you know what, guys? Seriously, after about 48 hours, the symptoms were gone. My wife had a splitting headache for a couple of days. And yeah, that sucks. But on the other hand, I'm now 50% immune to coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, think about well, the side. What are the side effects of coronavirus? Death. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and, and I'll, I'll take the I'll, chance. I'll tell you. Um, our our good friend uh, Beth, yes, you know, yeah. that uh, works up at the U. We love Beth. Uh, she just got her second dose, I think, on Thursday. Yeah. And she said that uh, her second dose was kind of worse than the first, um, and she was like super nauseous. Mm-hmm. And you know, arm hurts, but now they push me down and mace me. She, she's not going to die. <laughs> well, yeah. and that's that's the thing to keep in mind. Like we have a we have a COVID mobile with my job, where where our nurses mm-hmm. are going to be going around and, and inoculating people. And in my job as the multimedia director, I'll be going with and chronicling that. But when I was in the room, uh, the Salt Lake County Health uh, Health Department on Second East and Six South, I uh, was there for about two hours just watching people. It was mostly healthcare professionals, and most of us were getting emotional about it. Like this is this is a huge step forward. Realizing that mm-hmm. six to seven months from now, when this is commonplace, yeah, you guys, we can get together in the basement again. And we that could, is, yeah. we could go to a movie. Oh, I can yeah. hop on a flight and yeah. Move. I mean, I have cool not. I have not been to an actual restaurant since February seventeenth. Me neither. I miss restaurants. Yeah. I have. Yeah, um, I think that's uh, that and going to movies are the two things that I miss the I, most. I, I was done. Concerts. I was. I was done with concerts. movies and concerts, so that hasn't really affected me. But the <laughs> the dining out thing, the fact that I'm in mm. a tax bracket that can enjoy a cocktail. <laughs> right. Well, no, I miss, it's like, I like, miss like, performing I'm, again, and I miss yeah, telling I, people I don't want to like. Talk to him after the show. Like, uh, <laughs> like, I'm like, no. Nah. Oh, Bill Gates can't wait to get a hold of Jay, <laughs> Jay Whitaker, everybody. Hey, Bill Gates up? is going to control you, Jay. What's yeah, the first you know thing what? he's going to do? Oh, I don't know. What What? would, what would the first thing Bill Gates Shit, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I the got nice part is you get, that, you get that fat Soros check right after this shot, so... I know he'll probably, you know, he'll probably, uh, he'll probably in- activate me to throw some Molotov cocktails at a at a Toys R Us or something. I don't know if there's if those Ooh. things still. Around. Well, lucky for you, Toys R Us is gone, so there'll yeah, be there no go. casualties. Yeah, man, I miss those days. Anyways, uh, follow me on s- social media because your boy uh, uh, can log in my account. What's up? And, uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I'm out here on Sick social media. Follow. Yeah, yeah. At it's I, Jay Whitaker. Uh, uh, follow me there. Uh, go to jaywhitaker.com. Big little kid. Check out my music. Hey, and if you're on a Patreon subscriber, uh, check out the video of me making some slap ass beats. And uh, it was fun. I miss funeral potatoes. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, like for real. We we were talking what? about this shit before before everybody was in the Zoom. I I really do miss funeral potatoes because, but I miss like I don't want them from from somebody I know. I want like I want like high stakes. Funeral potatoes Dude. where like anonymous high stakes. No, no, it's no, no it's where they're it's like, yo, I'm gonna make these fu- funeral potatoes like only- fire so I can convert this black dude and like <laughs> it's a win win for Jay, everybody. Jay, no, I, I just, have the recipe for funeral potato balls from the garage. I don't oh, want them. Yeah. Well, they're so good. Oh. They're I want them made. I wish I was. I, gonna, I was I saying would, like the only time that I walked into a, a Mormon church and you know forever was. You know, somebody died. Well, I was going to say, my, my Uncle Dale died this week. I wish you to let me know, Jay. I would have had them send it to you. <laughs> that shit would have been fire. Honest, anonymously was, made funeral potatoes. But I was telling those guys, like, <laughs> it's the only, like, the, the only high point of uh, people uh, dying that I know. Oh, my like, God. The last funeral time I was potatoes? like. Yeah, funeral potatoes. I was just like, eat them, going, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good, yeah. Jeff. The, uh. <laughs> The first thing that uh, Bill Gates is going to do is eat funeral potatoes when he takes control of Shannon Barnes and everybody. <laughs> hey! hey! Can I y'all. get a... Can I get a... Hey, y'all! Hey, y'all! Huh? Thank you, Rebecca. I, I, uh, I was in. Because everybody else sucks at this. Jay well, dude, we don't, I was in. Well, dude, you're acting all Rand Paul over know, here. Yeah, and I we didn't don't know, know what you're... you're... No, Howard yeah, Dean. Yeah, I was like... Howard I was Dean. Like, Dean. Yeah, whatever. I was like, Shannon, I'm not in the Capitol building. How can I do that? Uh, so, yeah, I'm getting my... I like how they uh, say in England, mm-hmm. I'm getting the jab next week. Good. I can't wait to hear what, what your side effect is. <laughs> uh, and I have to go back to work on February 8th. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows what to do. Nope. And they <laughs> no, won't. And it's just like. <laughs> there is just no guidance. Why, why February 8th? My uh, my boss, who I just, I take a bullet for this woman. Sure. Um, who was harassed by the best yeah. Utah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's trying to push it back as far as she can. Mm-hmm. Right? Because like, so, so. I, I should have had the second dose by that time. But what's really cool is, you know, I've got some health issues. Mm-hmm. Not just mental. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, just not <laughs> mental. Um, but she's trying to push it back so, like, people like me and a couple other people in the building won't be at risk. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, because we're all very, like, serious about it. Mm-hmm. How, how do you get kids to social distance? You don't. No, you don't. How do you get kids? How do you how do you get how do you get kids to wear their masks all day? I have I have passed you know? enough of the schools in South Jordan, West Jordan, Riverton that have been in session. Those kids aren't distancing. They're wrestling. Right. They're jumping on each other. Yeah. They're, right. they're being kids. And, and right. we're gonna do the best we can, but still, like at risk people that are teachers. That's what the thing people don't get. They're like, well, kids are gonna be fine. <laughs> 
But they were like, hey, guys. No. Uh, there, there are people around those kids. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. here's the thing, too. We, you want to talk about super spreaders? Children. I mean. Kids. Yeah. Like, no. oh, my yeah. God. Well, they've, always, they've always been super spreaders. Well, yeah, they the, are I'll the tell original, you, like, super spreaders. original germ super spreaders well, right and, there. And, yeah. like, because half of, half, of my, half of every staff I've ever worked for as an educator get strep throat. Yeah. Yep. Every fucking year. Yeah. Every yeah. fucking year. Do the kids get strep throat? No. No, no I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I'm done with the handshake thing. This this thing has taught me uh, I'm done with handshakes altogether and hugs. I'm sorry. No more. Just not I'm happening. Just, I'm going to do this from now on. I'm just going to go. All right. Uh Rebecca, what is Bill Gates going to do when he gets a hold of you, Rebecca uh. Frost? Ugh, nothing i hope the way uh, you said that it's very interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. predatory <laughs> uh i mostly just wanted to ask and see how everyone's star trek insurrection was <laughs> oh hey. hey that was actually that was actually the is right noise that was an insurrection bum, so, bum. that was an insurrection so sloppy it actually made the movie look good um, <laughs> that's the better joke and well also, done. I wish I would have thought of this, but um, Alexandra Petrie of the Washington Post has posted in the opinions section, I see no choice but to resign from this Death Star as it begins to explode. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Look, I, yeah. Like, I should be, like, totally thrilled that Betsy DeVos uh, resigned. Yachts and prayers. But I'm just always like, but I'm also just like, fuck, this, it makes you worse. You know, if you resign because you feel a compulsive need to distance yourself from a terrible person, I get that. But if you These resign from lawyers what lawyers are telling them to resign, get right. away from this because you are financially culpable for damages. Yeah, is exactly. what that translates to. You know what oh. this reminds me of is that uh, the fucking the mummy, the Brendan Fraser shit. Yo, and there was always that guy who was like hustling with emotep and shit, and then he tried to get like back away. When it he was got like crushed. Too late. He he got crushed in the tomb. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That that's yeah, that's then, them right now. And then we're all at home guy. and like horny, like discovering what sexuality really is as we're watching the mummy. You know. Wait, um, what? And, what? What? Anybody I was, else? I was, I was 30 <laughs> years old when the mummy came right, out. Exactly. I hope, Wait. I hope I had discovered the mummy. So I mean, you <laughs> weren't equally turned on by like everybody in that movie and like trying to figure out your feelings about it. She was a big fan of when uh, Imhotep turned into a giant sand face. That really got her. <laughs> All right. What? Frost, um, I didn't know. I didn't know that's how you got down. Go to just, Twitter. Go to Twitter and you'll and search like the Mummy Sexual Awakening and you'll find people just like me. I don't think I will. <laughs> I'll pass on that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm usually I'm, willing to explore strange new worlds, but I'm leaving this one. All right. Now yeah. I say uh, this movie bad. deserves a prequel. Yeah, sure. Well, you're getting it. Uh, Quad T, Too Tall Tony. Yay. Hey everybody. What's hey. Bill Gates? Your sexual awakening. Yeah. yeah. What's that? What's Bill Gates going to do with you, bud? <laughs> Two-part question. He's, What's Bill Gates going to do with you? Bill Gates is he's gonna take, your sexual awakening. He's going to take control of my body, and then he's going to be like, oh, it's too high up here. i got to get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting dizzy. 
Uh, sexual awakening. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to think about that. But anyway, right. check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot. And uh, can't forget about our fearless host, Carrie Jackson. What oh, is hi. Bill Gates going to do with your body when he assumes well, control? You know, being a member of the liberal media elite, Bill Gates has been in control of me for quite some time. So it oh. doesn't matter. <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you I, I'll tell you what the first thing Bill Gates is going to do with my body. He's going to get a fucking haircut. That's what I'm saying. He's, <laughs> He's going to get it cleaned nice up. fade. Huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to get this beard fixed. I'm going to tell you what. Yeah. You mean Bill Gates is going to get that fixed? Yeah, uh, anyway, gonna, all right. I have decided once all this is over, I am outsourcing anything rec- like regarding hair removal from my body, all kinds like leg waxing, <laughs> haircuts. What? Do you, what? We're outsourcing? outsourcing all of it. I oh, am because she's done doing it herself. Do okay. Oh, I see. Pay okay. people yeah. to do that. I've done my time. All right. Uh, I got some great news besides that that Rebecca just shared. When this Rebecca, is done, I'm getting I, hair back. Uh, Rebecca, I think you've made like several comments that may have made some sexual awakenings happen. Yes. To the art listeners. In a cubicle somewhere. Oh, I, hope I swear to God, I hope I'm nobody's sexual awakening. And they go, oh, Glavin! <laughs> Good news. Good news, because I know you were worried. You said to yourself, okay, Queeby closed. What's going to happen to all oh. that stuff? What about it, Harry? Legit, it I did want to know. Is what it going to be lost, is it gonna right. be lost to time? No, it is not. What's Queeby? <laughs> exactly. There was, a great, there was a great Family Guy joke, by the way, on a most recent episode, and they threw a Queeby joke in there. I couldn't believe it. It was hilarious. It was, uh, uh, why are we... It was like, uh, Dad, why are we shopping for Christmas at this strip mall? And he says, well, because we ran out of gas. <laughs> and he said, I sh- you should really get that gas gauge fixed. And he goes, Chris, did you want the gas gauge fixed or that year full of Queeby? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the gas gauge. Oh, my God. That's anyway. the equivalent of I'm so hungry I could eat an Arby's. That's so yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> What's a Queeby? So here's what happened to all the Queeby programming. <laughs> Lee, do you really not know what Queeby is? Oh. It's an app. Okay, oh. it was an app. It we was talked a about it like app. three times. It was that It was that terrible idea to have uh, bite-sized, high-end media presented in an app on your phone, so you could watch mm-hmm. it in five and ten-minute increments while you yeah. stand in line for things. The yeah, problem was you could then, do other things while for, you were watching. But the pan, but for, the, no, but also the pandemic. Fault. It's not well, the pandemic, pandemic killed it. People, well, people, people realize. Wait a minute! I don't want to watch high-end Hollywood stuff on a five and a half inch screen. Why? Yeah. Why would I want to? Have you guys um, ever heard? I mean, just so that you understand why I probably don't remember this. Have you ever heard the inside of my brain? Let's hear it. No, I don't want to. No, but I'm I sure do. Bill Gates will. He will. Oh, he is. Yes. He's he's listening right now. I mean, basically, if it's Actually, not the Star Wars theme, <laughs> yeah. I'm not clued in. I've got the recording <laughs> of the inside of uh, inside of Lee's brain. <laughs> You know, Bill Gates and I have microphones everywhere. Uh, not, not accurate. There are far more voices screaming than that. <laughs> All right. So, 
There were a lot of big Hollywood names behind this whole Queeby thing, um, they, and they all lost their money. And uh, they spent a lot of they money. They spent a like, ton of dough to get like, this. Oh, like uh, Jeffrey like Katzenberg. Over yeah. a billion. Over a billion. <laughs> really? Yeah. So yeah. you're going to be able to see your Queeby programming, most of it anyway, for they free. Back together. On Roku. A Roku channel. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. on the Roku channel. Uh, oh my God! So I can watch uh, the new Reno Nine One One. That one. That one. I wouldn't may mind be watching that. In contention because it may be co-owned by mm. somebody. Comedy, yeah, like, Central, yeah. Wouldn't that go to Comedy Central? Yeah. I. I gotta tell you, I I love Reno Nine One One. Yeah. Uh, Even the, but, uh, the movie too. I saw it on vacation. <laughs> the deal means that more than seventy-five short-form shows. Uh, for example, The Most Dangerous Game with uh, your Hemsworths, your Liam Hemsworth, uh, will find a home on the Roku channel. Uh, it says Roku and Quibi not disclosing the terms of the deal, but uh, sources say that it was around $100 million. Uh, the program programming will help Roku build up its content offering of the uh, three-year-old Roku channel. And it will be free, but you'll have to sit through commercials. They say that it works great for us because you got the short bit, a commercial, a short bit, a commercial. You can watch the whole thing. And, yeah. I'm fine so with you, that. Get, you get your Queeby stuff I'm on your I'm so excited to watch the show where Rachel Brosnahan or whatever, Ms. Maisel, has a golden arm and she's obsessed with it. And that's all the show is. <laughs> that's what the show See, is. That, that's Here's like something I'd, that should mm-hmm. be on a YouTube channel. I'll watch mm. her do anything. She's uh, fascinating. But. Speaking of advertisements, mm-hmm. several of them made me feel very old this week. Let's hear them. Uh, Paula Abdul mm-hmm. doing an advertisement for arthritis medicine. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Yeah. She's wow. a dancer. She can't have Cold-hearted snake, indeed. Uh, it made Jed laugh <laughs> because so like, so like what they did is they take her and one of her old videos. Mm-hmm. MC Scat Cat? It's not MC Stacks, but she's dancing along. She's she's dancing alongside of her old self, and I looked at Jen. I go, Paula Abdul can time travel. (laughs) She is like she can still she can still get it though. Like she's here's what's funny. She goes, isn't she like seventy five years old? But she's fifty eight. Jesus Christ, hardly seventy (laughs) five, Tony. Tony. Sorry. But the best thing, my favorite thing is just like, <laughs> I faced a lot of problems in my life. This and that, voices in my head. Yes, and I'm being like, crazy. Oh, you she said it. that? Yeah. And wow. I'm like, okay. So th- there was that one. I was like, oh, man. You're old. I'm old. And then, um, <laughs> and then the other one uh, was a progressive uh, insurance ad. Uh-huh. That had, uh, God, what's what's the band that does, uh, whoop, there it is, Tag Team. Tag Team. Oh, yeah, I seen that shit. Good for them. Hey, they, they secured but the bag. They old as fuck. <laughs> no, they, 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 no, the they old as fuck. They're all like going, scoops, there it is. Hey, scoops, but it works. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. But, they are all just puffy and gray. And I remember the video. If you guys remember the video for Oops, no. there it is. They were like in the, they were in like the water, all like fit. Anyway. 
All right. Old. Shannon, uh, so you're, yeah. you're just surprised that life happens? We're, uh, <laughs> Time moves They on. had one song. Buddy, We're, if you uh, don't stop, it, stop you and look old. around, it, you Tell might you miss it. Or Let's, whatever uh, the Ferris Bueller quote is. Yeah. It was like Let, when my mom saw uh, the Righteous Brothers on Solid Gold. Sigurd, right. you've lost that love and feeling, and it made her cry because they looked way older than her. Okay. <laughs> let's okay. let's stop and regroup, and we'll uh, be back after these messages. These messages. Right. 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 Back. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, let's take a look at what's happening in the month of January at Dr. Volt's. Marvel's King in Black, after a galaxy-wide conquest, Null, god of the symbiotes, puts Earth to the sword with an army of symbiote dragons at his back. Earth's Avengers will need to form alliances with some of their most vile foes of Earth if they are to survive the King in Black. Uh, from Donnie Cates, Ryan Stegman, J.P. Mayer, Frank Martin, and V.C. Clayton Cowles comes the definitive chapter in their two-year-long Venom saga that has changed everything you thought you knew about the symbiotes. Also, DC Future State, spinning out of the finale of Dark Knight's Death Metal, DC Future State will take you on a journey from the near future to the end of time to witness the destinies of heroes like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Justice League, and your other favorite DC heroes, DC Future State. As always, the hold service is free, and with that, you also get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. Go see them, 2043 East, 3300 South, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. And we're back. Okay. Uh, Oops, let's there see. he is. <laughs> They're so old. Uh, Life, it's happening. So I've got uh, I've got a whole bunch of trouble at Warner Brothers and HBO stories to get to. Oh, and they said it wouldn't last. But uh, let me uh, let me just hit you with a few quick things before we get to that. Um, st- uh, the uh, studio is it Ghibli? Is that how you say it? Ghibli. Ghibli yep. Yeah. Studio Ghibli. Ben Affleck movie. Ghibli. Ghibli. Oh, Jay. Ghibli. Ghibli. They are Studio doing. Ghibli. 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 Their first feature-length uh, CG movie will be on HBO Max. Oh, uh, CG, and in theaters. Huh? Yeah, it's. Uh, they've uh, always they've always done the hand-drawn. Yeah, this is the first uh, computer-generated uh, uh, animation. Uh, Miyazaki's Earwig and the Witch will hit theaters on feb- February 3rd in a limited run, and then on February 5th it'll be on your HBO Max. So. It's just the Earwig of the Witch. Shout out to wow, that was, I, uh, I admire the try. I tried. It, <laughs> you did. Yeah. I admire the try. Uh, let's that, see. Hmm? Her velvet pink duster inspired her. Yes. It's just the season of the earwig. As it waves in the wind. Um, so, uh, Star Wars. Do I have your attention now? Okay. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> uh, Lucasfilm has found the writer for its Kevin Feige-produced Star Wars feature film. And uh, it's someone that Feige has been working with because they've been working on this uh, Loki series. Okay. Uh, Michael Waldron is going to... Uh, Write the script for the What's Kevin he? Feige, yeah. What's and he's he been, done, Kerry? He, well, he's been working on the Loki. Uh, he has also been working on uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Ooh. Uh, he was a writer for Rick and Morty. Oh. Um, so uh, yeah, so he will be uh, making that movie. Don't know cool. what it is yet. It's just that Kevin Feige said he had a story. 
Um, I saw a report that uh, Loki has already been. Uh, yeah, season green, two. Season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Season two already greenlit. And uh, the Moon Knight series. Okay, I finally did get I'm some ready for this. Some kind of outside confirmation that Oscar Isaac is in fact playing Moon Knight, and that's because yes! uh, that's How? because nice. one of the one of the costume designers accidentally let slip on her Instagram that she was excited to work with him. Oh it's hard. So, are you for real, Oscar Isaac as, be, as Moon Knight? He's yeah. going to be tough to put in a superhero costume because that dude's got some chonky thighs. He will. <laughs> Uh, but they've also uh, uh, nabbed some uh, additional directors. Uh, you got Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. They're indie genre filmmakers uh, behind sci-fi horror movies The Endless, uh, Synchronic. Oh, these guys? Yeah. These guys are very good. Yeah. Well, they also made a movie that I really hated, but you have to admire it. She Dies Tomorrow. I really hated that movie. But Oh, at the that's same that time, same guys. Yeah. I like them. Yeah, they that uh, produced that. Uh, let's see. They also, uh, Guillermo del Toro became a fan of theirs um, at the Toronto International Film Festival. Endless, about brothers returning to a UFO cult they escaped. There's a, there's a, there's an, there's a prequel to it that they kind of like don't really advertise as a prequel to it. I mm-hmm. can't remember what it's called, but it's like weird time, uh, timeline hopping. It's, mm-hmm. it's is it timey wimey? It is a Hollywood Reporter said about Endless, it's a rich uh, banquet of mind-bending weirdness. So I think that's what you want with your Moon Knight, right? Yep. And uh, Synchronic is the the latest thing that they've done uh, with uh, Anthony Mackie and Jamie Dornan. uh, Was uh, the latest. So Uh, is that the one where Anthony Mackie plays a android? Yeah. Is that it? Synchronic. I think so. I didn't see it. So there's that. Uh, it's not out yet. So that's good news. All right. Well, this, I'm, a, I'm excited for that Moon Knight shit. Oh, like, Oscar Isaac is going to be perfect. This oh, is, yeah. This Absolutely. Is, this is, this is I've always so liked fun. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Uh, well, this most uh, recent run in the comic book was great. Just so good. Uh, pick it up. I hope that that's what they base it on. Because not only did they play with his multiple personalities, but Khonshu, the god, the Egyptian god, would show up every now and then as this... Uh, wearing like this white suit very dapper and it was just a floating dead bird head for his head yeah it was just it was a skull it was this dead bird skull like a crow's skull or something like that can i ask you a a question involving marvel comics sure how do you feel about electra taking up the mantle of daredevil i love it i love it uh, I yeah, just finished reading that run. Uh, I, I held off for like six or seven issues and just binged him the other day. And uh, it's just, it's so good. It's so I, good. Chip Zdarsky is just kill, killing it with Daredevil. Well, I'm going to say I love the costume design. Oh, yeah, yeah. She looks great with her little yeah. devil horns and everything. I love but it. Like, and, but it. still like a scarf up over mm-hmm. her nose and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's awesome. You should shit. You should be reading that. All right, trouble at Warner Brothers and HBO and the CW. What happened? Uh, And I'm just going to say, Warner Brothers, DC, why are you such a shit show? Well, they can't decide on anything and they change their leadership up like every six months. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Pick a lane and stick with it. Well, it's just like, it's just like their comic books. Right? Yeah. We're yeah, going to yeah. reboot every fucking two weeks. Yeah. Okay. You know? 
All right, so here's what's happening. Here's the latest. There's several things going on here. Uh, first of all, Green Arrow and the Canaries, that uh, Arrow spinoff series, which uh, they shot a pilot for, not picked up. Well, good. CW said no. <laughs> uh, I was kind of sad because I really liked uh, Dinah Drake, that uh, Juliana Har- Harkavy, I think is her name. I liked her a lot. But uh, So they're not picking that up. And that's kind of the end of an era, is in a way, because Arrow was the show that launched all this stuff. You yeah. know? So it's kind of closing the door on that. Uh, then, uh, you remember uh, HBO and Warners, they said, all of our movies are going to be on the HBO Max. Yeah. And the, film, the filmmakers and creators were like, huh? They didn't uh, really clear things before yeah. they yeah, announced They're like, um, like, James Gunn was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Fuck, yeah, yeah. Can um, we talk about this? He was, he was like, well, that surprised me, but oh, well, you're going to see the movie, and that's what I wanted. But, that's yeah. the answer. Yeah. That's he, the answer I want to hear. So yeah, James, James, Gunn was, right. James Gunn was the most level-headed of, he the, said that. of the people. But, but it was but the like, films. But, but they all got paid, right? Well, but, no, but they all have back-end deals in their yeah, contracts. Oh, that's they what all they get mean. paid. Okay, that's, they all get paid yeah. afterwards. Yeah. 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 They, Especially the... The production yeah. companies are the ones that are the most mad. Yeah, here's X amount of dollars. Do the thing, and now when it plays in theaters, you'll get this. And so, Legendary Entertainment took mm-hmm. HBO and Warner to court, essentially. And so they're fighting with them about Godzilla versus Kong and Dune. Uh, this is so kind of funny. That's a funny headline. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, so uh, the agreement, they're working on an agreement right now that, that will make it. And the agreement means that the parties are close to averting a, a legal confrontation because they're threatening, legendary threatening to sue. Uh, I says, you got to figure this out. Uh, so the 200 million plus Godzilla, one of the two legendary films caught up in the move. Uh, the situation is more complicated for Dune. Uh, the parties are said to be moving close to an agreement on that project. Another part of the problem is that apparently Warner Brothers was using visuals from Dune to promote HBO Max, and that was a violation of a contract, apparently. Oh. Uh, so they're working on a deal. Now, what that will mean is is that uh, they'll have a theatrical window, and it might be longer than a few days, like we were told. It might be a couple of weeks. They're working on the deal to get it, but uh, you'll... We'll have to wait and see. Trouble at HBO. They're just not talking to each other. And that's the biggest problem their entire corporation has. Exactly. Is they silo Mm -hmm. everyone off in their own things, and then everyone tries to do their own things, and it messes up people's other things, and just... Just mm-hmm. have a big meeting once a hey, week. Hey, what uh, are you guys working on? We'll work hey, on we this. we have a big meeting once a week. It's yeah. very simple. <laughs> it it yeah. almost sounds like a school district. <laughs> right? Or you have a Kevin, like a Kevin Feige, you know, where he is in charge of everything at Marvel Studios, and well, he says, this is what we're doing, and, and here's how it goes. And they've yeah. tried that, I think, twice, but then they just they move the guy. You're in charge of everything. Six well, months later, well, you're no longer in charge of everything. Or the guy, this guy's, because this you're guy's too in charge. In charge. Of yeah. Well, the, the guy in charge over there has just been re-upped, and I'll get to that. And the problem is, is that he's not interested in all this. He just said, "Y'all run it," you know. Oh. Uh, so here, uh, Zack Snyder has reared his ugly head. Oh, our best friend, Zack Snyder. Yeah, and because they keep asking him, is he though? I like yeah. his head. I don't know. Uh, but he is, uh, you know, getting his own version of Justice League together for HBO Max, and they gave him a ton of dough to do it to shoot, what four minutes of yeah, extra like four footage? Minutes. Yeah, yep. 
You don't Anthem. need seven or however much million if you're just doing some edits. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, but maybe you so, do. So here's what he had to say uh, about <laughs> the continuing, you know, because we use the Marvel Cinematic Uni Universe as a model because they really figured that shit out. I mean, they really got it right. So they're talking to him about uh, Justice League and where it fits in the Warner Cinematic canon yeah. he says the extended dc universe the extent yeah thank you right uh he's he doesn't care where it fits yeah <laughs> that's basically what funny basically what he said i i don't care it's like uh, i it's, have a story to tell yeah it's I'm not my problem it. he says look i never thought i'd be here doing this i didn't think i'd be finishing justice league the truth is and it's been as it's been widely reported i have no issue this is an old movie he <laughs> said oh my god this is a years-old movie I'm working on. DC Universe has gone off and branched off, done its own thing. That's fine. Yeah. I don't care. Do what you want with it. I don't care. So this that's what he's be, at. Well, it needs to be treated like an Elseworlds comic, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Multi and, or a, a different multiverse. And the other thing, I, I read a thing that where, like, executives in Warner Brothers are like, his version of Justice League? Mm-hmm is a storyline dead end. Yeah. That's what I'm There's saying. There's nowhere like, to go. Treat it like an Elseworlds. I mean, same thing mm -hmm. with like Superman and Red Sun. That's one well, one story. And, and that's kind of ends. something I, I wish that they would do. I mean, they kind of have done it. I mean, like you had that Joker movie, which was right. standalone. You got, you yeah. know, they're kind of doing there's, it, but I think there's they nothing should... There's nothing wrong with doing uh, that. Yeah. You, know? I, I you don't have that. to have every movie tie into each other. It, it's fun when it works out, but if you have to force it, then it looks stupid. Mm -hmm. My my prediction is that the Flash movie is going to introduce the multiverse. Well, I have Flash movie news. I have Flash yeah, movie they, news. And they Come should, because that way they can tell all kinds of weird stories. And just, and that's just fine. let them and lie, that, and you know? Because that's DC. Yeah, that doesn't that's, work for exactly. Marvel. Well, even though Marvel's kind of going that way, yeah. which I don't get, they're going to do how, that. Yeah, it's because they got to get X Men involved. Exactly. That's how. Yeah. They and get the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Yeah, yeah, that's how you get. Yeah. That's how you do it. it, it like, yeah. trust me, it's a. It's not a. Yeah. Fuck it. And we'll I'm, see. They, yeah, they're millionaires. They got it right. I'm hundred percent <laughs> on board with this because some of the coolest comic line, comic storylines, come from the really weird stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know. And X has uh, got to be weird. So mm -hmm. uh, last week we told you about uh, Ray Fisher saying, I will not be involved with any project that Walter Hamada is involved with. Now, he is the uh, he is steering the ship for DC Films as president. OK. And again, he's not really too interested in the stuff that he's in charge of is the problem. Uh, but he has re-signed his contract. He is here to stay. This just happened after Ray said, I won't be involved with anything Hamada is involved with. So he will continue to report to Warner Brothers uh, Picture Group uh, Chairman Tommy Emmerich and will guide films intended for theatrical release as well as HBO Max projects. Well, and upon hearing that news, the Flash film starring Ezra Miller, the role of Cyborg has now been written out and will not be recast. Well, so they're just getting rid of Cyborg altogether, huh? Yeah. Cool. Well, great job, well, Ray a, Fisher. It's like that's a bit of a punishment for a whole community, yeah. isn't it? What, what, I, what I read right, too. Now we can't even was... get Black Panther or Cyborg. That's cool. <laughs> but uh, can yeah. can they just recast it with somebody with half a face? 
<laughs> yeah, I've got my list of half-face actors. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's what they're talking about. The news comes after months of public disputes between Fisher and Warner Brothers regarding allegations of misconduct from uh, Joss Whedon and Jeff Johns. Uh, Ray Fisher's statement was that he has not resigned from being in The Flash. This was just a decision made around him. And he still thinks that he can work it out with Warner Brothers now. At least that's what well, he's saying. He I went mean, from, I won't work with this guy, to, well, maybe we can work yeah. something well, maybe, out. Maybe, I mean, if like, they think about maybe. doing maybe something, we can uh, all come together, maybe, you know. Maybe. <laughs> Just not right now, though. Uh, you know, we in this together. We're thinking <laughs> about it. we got to talk to our committee and run it by some people, the higher-ups, you know. Uh. So the uh, the team behind The Flash decided to take the Cyborg cameo out. Uh, cameos from uh, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, as well ah! Bruce Wayne's. They remain. And uh, those deals have been closed, uh, so that is going to happen, which means some big moves will happen on the Warner Brothers side. Fisher Cyborg will uh, last be seen in the Snyder Cut of so Justice League. They kill him they, off in the they, Snyder Cut. They said specifically that it was a cameo, so he I guess yeah. he didn't. that character didn't have a big role in the movie then. Yeah. It was just kind of a, hey, booyah. And then, my, uh, you know. my favorite Warner Brothers uh, news this week. What's that? 17 different Batman franchises. I'm so excited. Just like the comic books. 17? <laughs> He's exaggerating. I'm, just, I'm exaggerating. Oh, okay. but, it's right. like... but if you go if you go to Dr. Volts and look at the Batman section, there are so many Batman comics, well, different comic lines of Batman then, stuff. Then you must Ooh. be excited for this uh, four-issue miniseries of Man Bat coming up next month. Oh, my oh! God. <laughs> yeah. He's got his own. He's got his no! own. No! What the fuck is it? <laughs> no, it's Langstrom. just a really, it's just a bat that like should dress up like a man. But <laughs> around. No, no I'd know. read that. I would read that. Normal bat human things. I would read that. I think uh, Lee would agree with me though that um, the man bat action figure from Batman the animated series. Oh yes, was the best. Well, was that was the a great best figure. action figure. Great. Figure. I I'll think that. Wasn't Man Bat the very first episode of Batman? Yes, the, the very first series? episode. He was, yeah. 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 It was the first was, episode great... air, but not the first one produced. Right, yeah. Uh, what a, right. what a great introduction, though. And you can watch those episode. on HBO Max right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. They mostly and hold up. They do mostly. They, they're great. One and, of the things uh, that, sorry, one sec. One of the things that makes that show unique from an art standpoint that's really awesome is all of the backgrounds were drawn actually on black paper. Yes. To to make the city seem extra dark and foreboding. It wasn't did, uh, things did, drawn on white paper to look dark. It was everything was drawn on black paper. Did yeah, you say the, did you say backgrounds or back? Yes, backgrounds. All the, the backgrounds. backgrounds. Oh, okay, not backgrounds. Okay. <laughs> the, the backgrounds. I, thought black, I thought you said backgrounds or some shit. Everything's bad. Really cool art in that show. Uh let's see. And then this uh uh, Robert Rodriguez uh, sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl, this uh, We Can Be Heroes movie that's on Netflix uh, right now. Which I I really want to watch. Uh, I think Same. it's on now. It, it is. is yeah, now. yeah, it is. But like so that like, shit made Pas- me feel old. Pedro Pascal's a dad on every streaming service. Yeah, he is like, now. So like <laughs> daddy on a lot of. But other like he plays that like uh, Iron Man hero, and he flies around on basically like. Um, Cool. Fuck. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Sounds oh. out. Uh, 
No, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay, try what this the again. Fuck was that? <laughs> he flies around how? Well, he said cool, and my brain automatically went to Ranch Doritos. Uh, let's see. Uh, they're going to make another uh, movie uh, because it did so well over the holidays. Uh, according to Netflix, 44 million households viewed it in the first 28 days. Um, and so you're going to get more of the We Can Be Heroes, Shark Boy and Lava Girl are a mommy and daddy now uh, show. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, they smashed? No, so what, siblings. I don't know if it was together. That's toge- what I thought. Yeah, I was like, what kind of Lannister <laughs> shit they're both, is going on They're here? both parents in the show. So. I, I, oh. I saw, I saw an interview with him, and he was like, <laughs> it's set in that universe, and mm-hmm. I wanted to make it um, feel more like real because there is Shark Boy and Lava Girl, mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, he's, he's like, and... Kids from the 90s are loving this shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Kids yeah. of a certain age are totally digging it. Yeah. All right. I got a couple of Mandalorian things uh, coming up after these, and then we'll find out what you guys have been consuming. And I want to hear Lee's kind of book report about uh, the new <laughs> the new Star Wars. After, the, after these messages. Back of shit. Yo. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Do you like video games? Yes. No, dude, I was talking to listeners. Oh, okay, keep going. Do you like tabletop games? Yes. I give up. If you like video games, tabletop games, and listening to me, Troll JD, check out the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Okay, a couple of Mandalorian things here for you. Uh, First of all, uh, on uh, Disney+, Plus, if you go watch The Mandalorian Season 2 finally right now, uh, at the end, in the credits, they have added something. They've oh, really? added, yeah, they have added uh, this ep- this episode dedicated to the memory of Jeremy Bullock. Nice. Well, yeah, because he died like the day it aired. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they've they put that in there, and uh, that's so I thought that was kind of nice, but uh, and also yeah. very cool about this kind of service and that you can do that. That you can make changes in real time yeah. like that. Exactly. Yeah. And finally, this. Zach I don't. Snyder would appreciate that. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. I don't know uh, how many of you are familiar with uh, Thomas Kincaid, the painter of light. Indeed. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. You are? Yeah. Okay. Like the person? Well, the guy and his painter. Well, he's got like uh, yeah. a whole yeah. artist. Yeah. He's got a yeah. whole mm-hmm. studio. Mm-hmm. He's a bit oh, of a douche. Oh, he, I met him. Like he is a Is he? Yeah. I don't know yeah. anything about him as a person. No, there's, I just know his own. He's you know, an most, asshole, yeah. Most, most artists you meet are kind of humble, shy people that are really not caught up in their own hype mm-hmm. because they tend to be introverts. This guy is like the whole marketing bullshit douchebag Ugh. persona. Yeah. Like he wants are. to be a rock he wants to be the yeah. rock star of mediocre paintings. No, we 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 <laughs> met him and he is in fact an asshole, but he's dead now, just so you know. Yay! Uh, but Jeez. his uh but his artwork lives on. At the Thomas Kincaid Studios, yeah, uh, you can still buy Thomas Kincaid paintings that are, you know, like his style. 
And for those who don't know, he paints things like, uh, you know, uh, mills next to babbling brooks, you know. Who the fuck mm-hmm. does that? that or he'll do, no, like, small dude, towns. Yeah. Small towns like covered puzzles. in snow with shit lots you would of buy, light. Shit that are usually puzzles. Exactly. I, a lot of I puzzles, don't, yeah. I don't know a I'm lot of actual... I don't know a lot of actual artists who are impressed with Kincaid. He's like nobody is. Yeah, you know yeah. a lot of a lot of people are like Bob Ross was a genius. If you've gone to art school, Bob Ross was a decent studio painter. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun but to watch. Uh, that's why he was popular. Well, the reason I bring this up is because I'm just hoping that Grogu likes rustic cottages because. Yes, a lot of cottages, you're right. I saw this story, and I was like, oh. Yeah, a collection of Thomas Kincaid studio paintings from artist Monty Moore. The Mandalorian collection made the rounds. Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, Din Djarin and his infant-sized companion, the Mandalorian collection currently, uh, currently sits at four paintings and counting, featuring key moments from the first season. Including Mando's flight with a uh, fight with the Mudhorn, uh, also uh, Grogu relaxing by a stream. I don't remember that happening. <laughs> the that fight with happens. the Mudhorn. The fight of the fight with the Mudhorn in Kincaid's art style, like, and not even by Kincaid. <laughs> like so, I might, I'm trying I'm to not imagine lie, this. Uh, I might buy that one. Don't it buy says any here, of it. It says here this is the latest in a series of licensed Star Wars paintings from his studio. So there are more Thomas Kincaid Star Wars paintings from his studio. Uh, it says in this article from io9, sadly, none of them feature stormtroopers invading a quaint countryside. <laughs> uh, but this is the first in the studio's history to include the artist's signature, uh, meaning more is actually being credited with the work rather than the late Thomas Kincaid. But they range from $60 for a metal print to almost $5,000 for a limited edition canvas. Yeah, I'm looking at them now. Hi, spend $5,000 on a reproduction. Good job. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, look it up. It's terrible shit. Yeah. And and the weird thing is, is that there are Star Wars fans who will buy that shit. You oh, know? yeah, for sure. They will buy that shit. All right. What are we consuming this week? Oh, man. I just watched oh. the best science fiction show on uh, Netflix. Which what? is? You ready for this? Yes. As soon as Rebecca's done being musical. It was hype. Y'all ready for this? I was hyping you up. Yeah. Can I get yeah, a just... hi-ya? Hi-ya! <laughs> so anyway, it's pretty good. No, permission not granted. <laughs> uh, what was the show's, what was what the was show's the show, name? You ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Bridgerton. <gasps> yeah, you watched Bridgerton too? Uh, I don't think that's okay, science I, fiction, is it? I see the yes. fiction part of it. Where's it's, the no. science part of it? It's science fiction. It's an alternate reality. It is an because alternate so many, reality. So many dumb fucks out there are getting okay. caught up in the Regency style and saying, oh, the fashion's wrong. They're not catching the it's fact that the queen real. of... It's not real. It's obviously, it's like painfully obvious this is an alternate universe. Okay. Mm. The queen of England, uh, King George, Mad King George, marries a black woman. And okay. so all of British history changes because they immediately oh, extend oh. property rights and titleship to oh. people of African descent. So, so there's a one throwaway line in like all the episodes where one person okay. says, a generation ago, my grandfather was allowed 
to become a duke, which changed the history. So it's literally an alternate timeline. So that's it's the timeline so cool. separates it's, at that point. Okay. Yes. It's yes. really cool how they explain it's, it. it. It's kind it, of a neat, groovy little show. Like I really gosh, enjoyed okay. it. It's, I didn't have any interest in the show until now, and now I gotta watch it. it I talked about it last <sighs> week. Well, that's why I watched it. Thank yeah. you, Tony. I still had no interest. I still had no interest last week. <laughs> we weren't. Uh, <laughs> we weren't interested in, until we were distracted by no. that pink dust. I actually, <laughs> I really enjoy a period costume drama. I enjoy costume okay. design in a movie, and this this takes all of that Regency style and does a lot of silk and brocade and stuff that didn't exist during that period of time. The acting's actually a lot of fun, and the the little intrigues that are going on but when i started realizing around the third episode there's that one line i was like okay well maybe they're doing like a hamilton thing where they're they're changing the ethnicity of what would be at that time predominantly white culture in england and then that one line i was like oh holy shit they changed the history it's of an alternate the world. timeline okay exactly so it's from that point of view i really enjoyed it plus it's just right. it's fun okay uh, now Good tell budget. us tell us about the story uh oh budget sorry uh, oh, wait, oh, hold on. I gotta find my No record. one was ready. Did he say budget? Also, oh, he did. I, I threw uh, it in there when no one was so, looking. So, what's the. Uh, give us a. You're gonna do more on Patreon about this. Yeah. Book. Yeah. Uh, so, it's uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the link. Um, but can you give us just kind of a thumbnail? Uh, I'll, I'll give you an, ex, an enhanced elevator pitch. Okay. Yeah. So, 10 floors instead of one. Are you? Um, are you current <laughs> on the current Star Wars comics, the post-Empire stuff from Charles Soleil? I've got about five issues that I need to read to catch up. I'm enjoying them, but they're actually tying that in. At one point, Leia, Lando, and Lobot go looking for the Starlight Beacon. It's an old High Republic artifact okay. that uh, they're trying to find because it would allow them to more quickly spread information to the Rebel Alliance. And the Starlight Beacon is... This book, basically, it's this High Republic is the greatest period of history that the Republic had, not the Old Republic, because that fell a thousand years before Luke and Leia. This is about 200 years before. So Yoda's already old. He's the master of Padawans. Okay. Um, but the story is the Republic at its height and the Jedi Order at its height. Like at this point, they are the most powerful and persuasive they had ever been. The ships are cool. The Jedi are like giving me chills while I'm reading about what they can do because at this point they have uh, their ships are called vectors and they're literally piloted by the Force. You have to wow. in order to activate your weapon system, you have to plug your lightsaber into the control panel because they wow. don't want they what? don't want. Yeah, you just put it into a. It's the key. The lightsaber is a key, and there's another <laughs> Jedi. Uh, there's a Jedi what? who. Yeah, and then it explains how the different Jedi. What. Asp how they how they tap into the force they all see it differently so there's this one lady avar chris she becomes the marshal of this beacon and it got me thinking about a couple of things i know i'm really scattered i don't have my notes in front of me um you know how star wars always felt like a western yeah with spaceships mm -hmm. that's changed. oh like firefly <laughs> yeah so what's <laughs> what suddenly changed is it's post-apocalyptic now because this series of stories, I've read the first issue of the comic, I've read the first book, 
it is this grand society. It's like what Regency Europe thought it was, this Age mm. of Enlightenment. The Chancellor of the Republic, her actual motto is, we are all one republic. It is the Federation. It is your gay space communism. Everybody is equal. Everybody, when this solar system is under attack from a shrapnel a ship that explodes in hyperspace and starts emerging from hyperwarp and just blowing up planets, everybody gets in their ships to help oh. immediately. There's none of this angstiness. And so all of a sudden you're realizing that 200 years prior to Luke and Leia's period of time, the Republic was perfect. It wasn't perfect, but it was as yeah. perfect as you could get with a, with a governing body. And they were all trying to do the greater good. So all of a sudden you get to contemporary Star Wars and you realize their civilization is gone. They are literally mm. trying to put scraps of nothing together. When shit you fell see the, apart. Yeah. Shit fell apart hard. And it oh. wasn't even really all that, like, you see the prequels and you go, wow, Coruscant looked cool. This was all really good. And you're like, no, that was the scraps that was left over of what the High Republic was. Wow. And okay. it literally changed my entire outlook on it. But the Jedi, like, when you get Avar Chris, she's on the bridge of a Star Destroyer, what would be a Star Destroyer at the time. And she goes into Lotus position and levitates up six feet above the deck and then starts coordinating the Jedi relief effort through the Force like with thousands of Jedi involved, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's so fucking cool. So that's uh, awesome. Ding. Well, I'm just going to say, uh, I want to read all of this now. Yeah, yeah. same. And Claudia Gray I, wrote the first of the young adult books in this series. So um, I'll be going off to that too. So Lee, cool. I have a question. Like, cause this, yeah. to me, this makes, um, does it really help with, with watching the films now? Like as you, as you go, not at like, all. Cause I was, well, no, the biggest thing is because I, how many times have we seen these great shots of all these, like, fallen relics or, or you know, the, the um, ah, where they talk, where they talk about these planets and these civilizations with such reverence, you know, and, yeah. and, it, it, and it, I feel like that's why what I, that's what attracted me about it. When I saw their pitch video on, on Twitter, I was like, whatever this is, this seems like the, the fucking, the, the, the best of the best. You know, yeah, so it's the, you. You end up looking at Palpatine's regime as a make the galaxy great again regime. Like they're mm, looking, they're looking mm. at what was and saying, "Gosh, couldn't we have that again?" Okay, I see. So, okay. Because well, yeah, yeah, you look at that well, Sith temple. You look at that Sith temple in, in the final one, and you're like, "Yo, this is it's beautiful." How did they even construct this? Well, there's there's no there's no Sith in this storyline either. So it's kind of mm. like one of the stories in the Skywalker saga is that the emergence of the Sith blocked most of the Jedi from their ability to sense other powers. And they mm. talk about that at the end of Phantom Menace, when they're like, a great shroud has fallen over the Force. We can't see the future. We can't sense each other. Here in this storyline, there are literally Jedi. She's sitting there levitating, and she goes through this whole, like, several-paragraph section where, to her, the Force is a song, but to another Jedi, it's fire he sees the force as a flame and when he accesses that flame he can make it burn bright which makes him powerful there's another uh, jedi who sees it as uh, an ocean and he swims through the currents of the ocean there's another jedi who it's the wind and when the wind is still he's at peace and when the wind is a hurricane he can bring down mountains and so i'm reading this shit wow. going yes <laughs> okay i know what rebecca's i know what rebecca's jedi shit is it's sand from the mummy, she sees a sand. When there's storm. a lot of it, I... okay, Lee, that that you've sold me, and I want to. I want your newsletter. So, uh, Geek Show got this covered. dot com for upcoming yeah. updates. Yeah, I'll I'll be. 
I will be cutting in line. I don't actually have a, a Patreon um, piece due until the end of the month, but I'm going to get this up in the next week. Do so. it. I, I, I'm right. more than happy to come in on with you with this one. I mean, I'm not up oh. till what February for Black History well, Month. I'm and, just kicking and, it off. But, uh, and also, <laughs> let's um, do it. I'm gonna totally read all this shit. Well, like, and, and I'll, I'll sell so it to you. I'm gonna totally read all these this characters. Shit, bro. These characters go between all the different books, so you yeah, know, right. uh, Cass Anvar. She's not just in the one book. She's literally the marshal of this Starlight Beacon. But there is a Wookie Padawan. Oh, I saw oh, drawings. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And and he's super cool. Like and it, what I love about it is his Jedi Master, she's a human. She actually learned Shriwook and destroyed her vocal cords in the process just so he wouldn't be lonely. Aw. Well, <laughs> damn. All right. Uh what else uh, are we uh, Tony, you wanna go next? I'll go next. Okay. Um Finished up uh, Discovery this week, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, I really enjoyed it. We'll have a Patreon content about that coming up probably next soon week. As we, soon as we get done with this episode, yeah, we're going to record, record it. And mm-hmm. uh, then I found, uh, it came out last year, I think, or maybe the year before, but it's a show on Amazon uh, Prime called Truth Seekers. Yep. Yeah. You guys watched this? I watched, I watched that last week. It's fun. Truth Seekers is fun. It's Nick Frost and uh oh yeah this is this is that show and and yeah a teeny bit of simon Pegg thrown in there for for good measure and they they go around trying to find like 30 followers they're they're trying to find ghosts right trying to find ghosts yeah and stuff like that and it's it's uh it was a lot of fun i i'm liking that one and then i stumbled upon um uh not re-watching well i guess i am re-watching it but uh there's more episodes that i didn't know were out it's a little Cartoon Network Adult Swim show called Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Henry Zabrowski. Yeah. And I've watched I, all of these. I started watching these like two years ago, and then I, I ran out of episodes. But there's like two more seasons now for me to watch. And that show is just off the wall, and it's hilarious. Yeah, so. that's got a Henry, Zabrow- Henry Zabrowski last podcast on the left, if you listen to other podcasts. He uh, Well, there are no other There podcasts. are no yeah. other podcasts. <laughs> Uh, no podcasts, but uh, no, that's a that's a funny show. I've been watching that from the beginning. It's it's very yeah, it's, funny. It's like a li- workplace sitcom in yeah. hell. I like the guy who plays the devil. I just like how he's yeah. just very straightforward about it. He's, he's great. Not, he's not being evil. He's just you know he's just this, being a guy. Yeah, know? this is my job. I'm the manager yeah. of hell. I'm yeah. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rebecca, what have you been consuming? Uh, well, since last we spoke, I got a PS5, so I've been playing PS5. <laughs> That's oh, right. Yeah. Uh, what have you been playing? Check your privilege. Oh, check special. your privilege. Mm-hmm. I, I li- listen, I've been trying hard just like everybody else, okay? Um, I've been playing <laughs> Miles Morales and Little Big Great Planet. Game. And? There's uh, a new Little Big Planet? Well, it's a, it's a I'm an boy old side lady. scroller platform game. Yeah, I'm an old lady, and I guess it's on PS Now. You are not an old out, lady. I can't I figure was, out how PS Now works. Three of us were adults when you were born, old lady. Okay, okay. Uh, let me let me let me give you a little rundown about PlayStation <laughs> no, Now. It's no, a, it's I a don't. subscription service. You have to pay for it monthly, care. and you play games <laughs> on their servers that are beamed to your to your device. You're not actually yeah. playing the game on your PlayStation. Yeah, I guess. Okay, Tony, so then I'll wanna... just have to ask you about this other thing that I bought because I, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, um, we'll talk later. This is going to take a while. And then I also finished uh, Ted Lasso, oh, which yeah. is 
my fiance described it as the opposite of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. <laughs> I tried to get into that one, and I can't. I just uh, like I watched two episodes, and it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't click for me. You should keep trying. Think so? It's so it's, sweet and wholesome. Maybe really that's why is. I didn't like it. It's too wholesome. I was. Do you not like wholesome <laughs> things? Uh, I, I can't say that I'm a fan. Oh, Tony. Except for Adventure Time. Adventure Time's wholesome and I love it. <sighs> Tony, 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 Tony. Um, right. Tony, you big Mormon person. <laughs> you make Nailed no him. sense. Got I know, it. right? Uh, and then I just, quickly, I'm conundrum. I watched this movie on Hulu last night called Spree. Uh, which I really wish I could recommend to you guys. Um, but it, it's got everything going for it. It's got a phenomenal cast. It's got Joe Keery from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, Shashir Zameda. Um, Misha Barton from The O.C. David Arquette. Um, Kyle, this movie has like so many people. The kid from Vine, who's Jared. I'm 19 and I don't know how to read. That kid's <laughs> in it. Um, but it's about this guy who is essentially a ride ride share serial killer. Um, and he's live streaming this evening of kills. Uh, and I, I wish it was better. Um, it kind of has a good plot. <laughs> say, I, I, like the, I like the plot, but that's know. why I, think, I watched it. I think <laughs> you'll really like the sequel chewy spree. It's, it's a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right. that's all. Uh, Shannon, what have you what have you been consuming? Oh, okay. Um, Cobra Kai is season three. All right. Ridiculous. <laughs> okay. All right, it's Shannon. so stupid, and that's it. That's all it? All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have been uh, catching up on uh, Runaways. And uh, so now I've, I've determined, because I was trying to pick between Runaways and the Titans, which group of teen superheroes is the most stupid. Uh, um, and and when is, I say stupid, I mean making bad decisions. And, right. uh, and upon it's further 100% review... 100% the Runaways. Runaways are making all <laughs> of the wrong decisions. They're, they're wanted by everybody, <laughs> but they just go out. You know, let's go, they, let's go hit up a Starbucks. No disguises, no any. They just go out. You know, right? I'm I'm tired. I need to go for a walk. No, you don't. I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> no one no, is there in the room. Don't. No one in the room there is saying, "Have you thought about this?" No, they're just like, "Well, go, go, find them, find them." You know, and, and and Carrie, it's also so divergent from the comic book. I was going to say, we read the comic. <laughs> said, and, well, you know, bro, yeah. bro, time out. Did you say comic book? Comic book. The comic well, book. He's, he's in Com- Shannon mode right now. So yeah. Comic book. You said comic book. So comic. I do have to say, though, as the only person on this panel who was a teenage fugitive, I find that oddly relatable. You don't know my teenage years. <laughs> so, so what you're saying you is this, what you were saying for back then. But were you were you being hunted by a supervillain organization and the no. police? Yes, the LAPD. No. Yes, I was. I was. Jay, yo, I was yo. for a. Jay's had it worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Lee. No, Lee. Probably Lee was in. No. <laughs> I was literally being looked for by the Salt Lake County Sheriff's Department for a good mm. chunk of 1987. All right. I like how he said that, and everyone just started laughing. No, it's funny because it's true. He's fine now. The truth. <laughs> hey. I was right. like, "Oh shit, Lee's on the run." 
<laughs> and he took a friend. Lee right. on the run. Oh, Rebecca, you let that yeah. get away from you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Tony, Tony had to step in. I totally I swooped in there and What did it song for you. was it, though? It was Man Band on, on the, the Run. run. I'm Wait, sorry. Lee on the Run. I don't know that band. one either. Yeah, band on the know. Run. Okay. That's right. Or Band, sorry. I'll yeah, add band. that to my consume list. Hey, Please. Real quick. All right, yes. Yeah, uh, so I consumed uh, this, this show, Surviving Death, on Netflix. Mm. It's about. It's basically about uh, white people that go on river rafting trips. <laughs> some shit happens, <laughs> and then they wake up. They like they die, and then they. Oh, it's they, supposed to be like uh, what is it called? After death experiences, kind yeah, of. Yeah, and so whatever. and yo, but it's crazy because like like for the first episode, I'm watching this shit with my wife and my mother in law. We're all like sitting there, and I'm trying not to make like. You know, white people be white people in, but it's, it, <laughs> <laughs> but like they show this, they're in Seattle and they show this, like this therapy room for all of these people that had these uh, near, near death or afterlife experiences. And it's a room, no shit. It looks like it was shot. It, it like just at the whitest place ever. And then out of nowhere, I'm <laughs> like, is there nice. any, like, is this, is there any diversity in this? And then some guy who looks dead ass like a great value Carlos Santana shows up. He's got the hat and the shirt, the little, and he's, and he goes, tells this passionate story. And you're like, oh, this is serious. We're, we're crying now. Check it out. They, they do an expose on mediums. Um, it's actually pretty interesting to see how people think. And then on, uh, me and my wife got pretty drunk last night, uh, celebrating. Oh. <laughs> everything and we we watched the uh, the nature documentaries on Disney Plus. We oh, they're all the, great. The Wild in Russia one, it's so good. They do like wolverines, they do sea lions. Oh, yeah. It's no, all, so all the, good. All the nature docs on Disney Plus are just terrific. There there's it's there's so an elephant. Good. I'm watching an elephant one right now. It's right. just great. You got to watch the wildlife in Russia one and then and then last thing um, so I know, you know, I know people tuned into the, uh, the Patreon, uh, where I was making beats and everything, but, um, there's this, uh, subscription service that I got involved in hey. called Splice, called Splice. And, um, you, uh, you can check out different sample sounds and add different drum sounds to your library. So I, I know there are some, there's some people that do dabble mm -hmm. in that. I would recommend checking out Splice. They give you some good sounds. Cool. All right. Uh, okay then. Uh, no games, I guess, Tony. Oh, uh, was there? Uh, uh, might be. Um, I'm just a, glad a, uh, Lee woke up. There's a, there's a what? big uh, oh. update coming out soon for Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> well, they fix it. Make it. Hopefully, they fix it with that. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, as far as uh, new games, no, there's the. New games don't really start until like the second or third week of January, but there's okay. some good stuff coming out this month. All right. Thank you very we'll, much. We'll fill you in later. All right. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. Uh, okay, Ham. <laughs> Fuck this. Let's just go to bed. <laughs> what? All Dude, right. What? Acceptable. <laughs> <laughs>